Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. Yeah, it's how we do it, y'all. L G B, my straight out of Johnny Stock. What up to you, One Up Gaming? One up gaming is behind me. Let me get in beast mode. If you wanna try me, you don't need a cheap code. Kante is who I be to you. It's Mr. Hero, legendary adversary. Flows considerably though. I'm a super saiyan. I got dragon balls. I wouldn't lie. You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly. When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing. I put me on the map. One up gaming's who I'm talking about. I'm the rapping master chief. Epic to say the least Contain the hero better Etch that in your memory And so the one up gaming for the show I'll contain the hero is really gonna show Hi, David here, One Up Gaming, episode 334 of the One Up Gaming podcast. Um, if you've just subscribed to the YouTube channel, which you're watching this on, hopefully, um, you can have a chance to win a t-shirt like this. It's in honour of the new Dead Space remake. One of our graphic designers drew this, and we've got the little One Up Gaming logo on there. It's a nice little t-shirt. Um, so just subscribe to the YouTube channel and just leave us just a comment that says Dead Space. While I'm talking about it, leave a comment that just says Evercade for a chance to win the Interplay Collection 2 cartridge for the Evercade. Nice little games. And we also have <clears throat> another t-shirt to give away. This is the One Up Gaming Podcast t-shirt. So just... Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave the the word uh, t-shirt for a chance to win that. And that, my friends, is everything. Uh, please visit the website, oneupgaming.co.uk. Um, again, as always, you're sponsored by um, games-inspired music. You can um, download it, you can buy it, you can stream it. And 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Play charity. So I guess we'll just go straight into the games we've been playing this week. So I'm going to keep this t-shirt on through the whole thing. So we'll just crack on and get on with it. Hi, my name is Justin. I'm the developer of Per Rocket, an iOS space game with cats. And I listen to the One-Off Gaming Podcast. You can find a link to download my game at facebook.com slash perrocket. Hello, Andy. This is Colin. I won't be able to get in tonight. I'm sweating all big. I'm sweating all big. I'm sweating. 
Hi, still David here, still one up gaming, still from episode three hundred and thirty-four of the One Up Gaming Podcast. Still able to win this t-shirt, the uh, Dead Space t-shirt with the One Up Gaming logo on. Um, just leave the comment Dead Space and subscribe to the channel for a chance to win. Uh, UK only, please, because just sending games out, games, t-shirts out across Europe and America, it's very expensive. Even just sending it to the UK is bloody expensive. Anyway, let's go on to the games we've been playing this week. So, first game, Red Faction. Now, this game was originally, was it 2000, 2001? That sort of time on the PlayStation 2. And I believe it had it Geomod. I think it was Geomod. I think that was the, the name of the technology. Where you could shoot through the, the rocks and stuff and make your own passageway. Apart from when you got to a part of the game where you had to go through a certain door and you just couldn't go through that door. You had to get the key and use the key. Um, I can tell it's an old game because the way the game moves, it just doesn't feel right. It seems to have the inverted look on, so when you look up, you look down, and when you look down, you look up. And I couldn't find anywhere in the settings where you could change this back to a normal sort of game, sort of setting. And I guess while I'm talking about it, I'll mention Red Faction 2, and this game is... It's very similar to the first game, but it's just been neatened up. It's been streamlined. It's just a lot more mm, nice. It's a nice little game. Again, unfortunately, the gameplay is hampered massively for the same reason. The controls are slightly off. It just feels odd. It feels really weird. And <clears throat> because of that, these two games, they do feel 20 years old. You know what I mean? They do feel old. They look okay, but they just don't have that gameplay element that you need. They don't have the controls that you need for the game. So the first game we played this week that plays well, and this game played amazingly well, and that is Returnal. And this one is a really nice, gorgeous-looking third-person shooter, like action sort of game. And... I loved all the fluorescent uh, flourishes into the game. So enemies, they've got like neon glow and they shoot uh, at you and they, it's just gorgeous. Everything, like the, the forest areas, the rocks, the mountains, everything just looks gorgeous. It's one of these games that you're funneled along. Uh, so it, imagine a modern re, re, a modern remaking of, like just like Space Invaders, where you're basically at the bottom of the screen shooting up, and you can move left and right. That's basically this game. Apart from, you're now at the start of the level, and you can walk through the level that's very quietly, quite tight, and you're just getting wave after wave of enemies like shooting at you. And it's amazing. I love this style of game. Very arcadey, very fast, very fluid. It's just amazing. Loved it. Two games. <clears throat> it's one game next, but I'll talk about it twice because Horizon Chase Turbo 
it's one of these old style games that's meant to try to make it play like the old Outrun sort of games. But this one, instead of it being like 2D sprite scaler sort of style technology, it's actually a full 3D game engine. And they've just like really limited the effects and the graphical style and stuff, and it looks amazing. I, I really love the, the way the game looks. I love the way the game feels. I love the way the game handles. So, Horizon Chase Turbo, amazing little game. It's next to nothing. You can get it on mobile, get it on your Xbox, get it on your PlayStation. Just download it, it's a good little game. And I played the add on for it, which I paid for, which was the Horizon Chase Turbo Senna Forever. And this one, it includes like F1 cars and more F1 style sort of rules to the gameplay. Um, again, fast as hell, really fast, really nice, really enjoyed it. Me and my mate were playing it the other day and we were just, it was good. It was good, clean fun. Next up, I wouldn't really call this a game, more of an experience, and this was Radiohead's Kid A Mensa, I think it is, Menensa, I don't know, <coughs> but you're walking through the levels, it looks as though it was devised for VR, so I don't know if it's like one of their like virtual tours sort of thing. But you can like walk through like a full 3D space and things click into place, like backgrounds merge into other things. It's sort of, it's a, it's one of those really weird psychedelic sort of like looks and it's amazing. I loved it. I love Radiohead. I love their music and I guess this is from Kid A, like the music from Kid A. Uh, as you're going through the world, things are happening, music's playing in the background graphical like all these um i was gonna say pixels was that pixels is it it's all yeah all these like flashes of light everywhere it just looks amazing i loved it if you like radiohead go get a playstation i don't know if it's on pc now but i played on the playstation 5 and it was amazing i loved it i really got into it next up was the demo of forspoken is it Forspoken? Forsaken? Forspoken? I don't know. I am sorry. It was crap. I really didn't enjoy it. It seemed as though it built upon 
um, last year's game from is it Square Enix? So it's more of a action fighter role playing game sort of thing, and it just the graphics, the world looked really nice, it was really clean, crisp, clear, but the gameplay was just off. It just didn't feel right, didn't move right. I just didn't enjoy it. Um, so. I don't know if they included this demo to make people think, wow, this is amazing, but I just didn't like it. End this once and for all. Um, next up, Roller Drum. And I think this is from Roll7, who do the. the I completely blanked on the names, but the Roller Skate. Roll, they do the skateboarding game, which is the 2D fast paced trick sort of game. Ollie Ollie, there we go. Ollie Ollie. And this is like more of a third person action combat game but you're on roller skates you're in an enclosed arena and you can shoot people and you can do tricks and dodge and things and it's got an amazing art style very cartoonified and i enjoyed it i really did i really enjoyed it i don't think i would buy the game that's mm. but it was good it felt right it looked nice but I, I just, for me, I would need more of a single-player story-driven element. It seemed much more built into the, we need to make a competitive sort of game that will compete with Rocket League and things like that. So I can understand where they've come from, where they've made it for. And it looks so Sony's giving them a bit of a kickback because I believe it's like a PlayStation exclusive. But yeah, it's, it's a nice little game. So that's what we've been playing this week. So keep an eye out for our Grand Turismo 7 series. We've started a, a fantasy league with Football Manager 23 Mobile. And we're, we're trying to get the Evercade games up. We're trying to get the Star Trek Online, our worst games ever series, our Ridge Racer 6 series. Trying to get these up and running. And But yeah, so that's what we've been playing this week. So me, David, Warp Gaming... Thank you. If this is just the, the what we've been playing, then happy Sunday. If this is part of the podcast, then we'll be back with the news. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Kermit D. Fogg here, reminding you to listen to the Game Up 1... Uh, damn it, what's it called? One. All right. Um, are we rolling? All right, keep it going, keep it going. All right, let's go. Hurry up. We're going to launch the... All right, let's go. Hi there, this is Kermit the Frog here, reminding you to listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast on whatever station it's podcasting on. Mm hmm. Hi, still David, still One Up Gaming, still the podcast, One Up Gaming Podcast, episode 334. And we're going to do the news. So I guess we'll, yeah, just please visit the website, whatupgaming.co.uk. 
subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave a comment that says Dead Space for a chance to win a t-shirt like this. It's just a, with a remake coming out soon, we thought we'd get our art guy to draw a picture of him and we've got our little logo at the bottom so you can get a chance to win this. Um, yeah, so we'll crack straight in with the news. So first bit of news that we have is it looks as though John Carpenter has hints at an upcoming Dead Space film, but he's not involved. Um, so John Carpenter really, really loves Dead Space. The director of The Thing, Halloween, Escape from New York. Talks about it extensively in the past. Uh, he inadvertently teased a film adaptation before it was ever officially revealed. So yeah, so what do you guys think? Do you think that a Dead Space movie will do well? Or I think I think that Dead Space is an amazing IP to be made into a movie. Uh, I think that it could do really well. It could even work as like a quite a low budget sort of style movie. It has to have gallons of blood, gore, things splitting everywhere. But, you know, what do you guys think? So we'll go into the next bit of news that we've got. I mean, I'm not even going to go onto the website because it's got nothing. Uh, but basically, it looks as though the DCU and Matt Reeves' Batman movies... Why have they got it? Batverse. Just call it Batman. For God's sake, who cares? They're going to be developed as separate entities. So, Matt Reeves, who did the the Batman... Was it last year? Was it the year before? No, I can't even remember. But the, the three-hour bloody slog of a movie. It was amazing. It was brilliant. But it was three hours, and it was just very, very, very long. Uh, it looks as though uh, new CEO of DC Studios, James Gunn, and Peter Safran uh, are basically discussing that they're going to do the DCU as that, and then this Batman movies are going to be developed alongside each other. So, I mean, I don't know why everything has to be a connected universe. Movies are movies, just make good movies. That's all we need. That is all we bally well need. Um, might be wrong, but, you know, what are we going to do? So, the next bit of news. It looks so like EA is going to remove Madden NFL 23 CPR touchdown celebration following Dama Hamlin incident. Uh, so basically, the NFL play had to be given CPR mid-game early this month. So EA Sports plan to remove the CPR touchdown celebration from Madden. Uh, I, I would actually like to see what the hell this CPR celebration is. I just don't understand. Though the animation has been in the game for three years, many players call for it to be removed after her Hamlin went into cardiac arrest and receive CPR for around 10 minutes on the field. ESports is taking steps to remove the celebration. I want to see what this celebration is now. So it sees one player lie down on the ground as another pretends to perform CPR on them. A third player Im imitates the use of a defibrillator. That's quite bad. Why would you even put that in the game? You know, like, I, I just don't get why the hell you would even want that in the game. 
Um, but yeah, that's, mm, yeah, that's, that's poor taste, poor, poor taste here. Anyway, next up, Xbox and Bethesda event coming later this month. So there's an Xbox and Bethesda developer direct games showcase. It'll take place on January 25th and it'll feature new details for Redfall, Forza Motorsport and more. Bloody, 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 blur. It'll give an inside look at some of the games coming to PC, Xbox and Games Pass in the coming months. Four games being confirmed to star so far with The Elder Scrolls Online, Minecraft Legends with Forza Motorsport and Redfall. New gameplay details revealed. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. What do you guys want to see? What do you guys want to hear? What do you guys want from Xbox? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I enjoy watching these things. I mean, I, I, I will admit it's getting a bit of a farce now. I mean, it's not just Xbox. It's all of them. Like Sony really, uh, do the bloody E3 stuff or the Easter. And they had the Sega's. It wasn't even Sega, was it? I think Sega allowed the uh, Net New. Oh, God. NetEase. I can't remember now. To develop Shenmue 3. And basically, Sony just put an advert up for a Kickstarter. And it was like another three, four years after that. And it was just like, it's getting farcical. It really is. Games should be made, ready to be shown, ready to be almost out that year before they're fully announced and stuff. It's just weird. Anyway, let's get back to news. Looks as though The Walking Dead release dates. So AMC sets dates for its multi multitude of spin-offs. 2023 is a big year for the Walking Dead universe. AMC has revealed two new shows will premiere this year, including the conclusion of Fear the Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead's eighth and final season will take place over two six-part episodes. The first part begins on Sunday, May the 14th, with a second uh, airing later this year. Uh, The season kicks off with... Lenny James, Morgan, uh, Kim Dickens, Madison, and a handful of others living under parade cynical rule. Oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, the Walking Dead Dead City is a new spin-off series starring uh, so Maggie and Negan. The show takes place in New York City in a post-apocalyptic Manhattan that is cut off from the mainland. The series also stars... Jonathan Higginbottom, that's a weird name. Uh, Dead City set to premiere in June. The show was first announced last year under the title of Isle of the Dead. Norman Reedus will start in The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, another new spin-off series set to air later this year. The series sees uh, Reedus' Daryl in France as he works to find his way home. Ah, okay. So is this before the apocalypse started or is this just, he just randomly got a plane over to France and then he's like, oh, I'm stuck. I need to get help. Anyway, finally, 2024, we'll see the release of another Walking Dead spin-off uh, starring Andrew Lincoln's Rick Grimes and Michonne. So Diani Gurias. Uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, the series will continue their love story and has replaced... The previously planned Rick Grimes movie. 
MC's taking the Walking Dead zombies across the globe with these upcoming spin-offs. MC President said the zombies walking across the Brooklyn Bridge beneath the Eiffel Tower inside the Lure River and a dozen more exotic and iconic locations from around the country and the world. The original Walking Dead series just came to an end back in November after 11 seasons. Yeah, so what do you guys think? The AMC, Walking Dead, are they just pushing people into watching more stuff that they don't really want? Did they kill the series before it was due? I thought when they got to season 7, season 8, that's when it should have been looking at ending the series, that sort of time frame. They just dragged it on way too long. Anyway, next bit of news. The Boys producer claims season four has the most disgusting thing he's ever seen in television. So a producer in The Boys has teased more d- diabolical antics in season four. Claims he's seen the most disgusting thing whilst working on the next batch of episodes. The show's the VFX supervisor and associate producer... Tells as follows, I think I just saw the most disgusting thing I've ever seen working in this business thus far. Official Twitter account then retweeted his comment joking that season 4 would be rated PG in contrast to shows carrying a mature. Mm. Featuring everything from full frontal nudity and, and bizarre sex scenes to extreme gore and violence. And one particularly explosive scene last season. We just kind of go for it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Season 4 is currently in production with no confirmed premiere date so far. Uh, for achieving, praise the last season for achieving a balance between impactful storytelling and extreme violence that cements itself as one of the best shows on streaming, no matter year or genre. Ah, that's nice. Nice of them. Uh, I don't know, I just think that season four kind of, it's, it's one of these shows that I think the, the kind of outstay the welcome a little bit. Um, I've loved the first two or three seasons and that last one, it, it, I watched it, but I wasn't enthralled. I just, I guess I'm not a big fan of, I'm going to get the name wrong now, but the, the son character, the girlfriend of the, Huey, I'm really bad with names. I do apologise. But yeah, I just don't like her as a character. I think she's a horrible person. Anyway, the Flash star, Ezra Miller, pleads guilty to trespassing and basically to avoid jail time. Uh, So he's pleaded guilty, unlawful trespassing in a plea deal that sees him avoid jail time. He'll, he'll pay a $500 fine and face one-year probation with 41 conditions, including no drinking, random drug tests, and a continuation of their mental health treatment. Um, serious felony bill, the commissioner which you see in the face of 25 years in prison. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you guys think about Ezra Miller? Ezra Miller? Ezra? I don't know. Do you reckon it's one of those ones where Warner Brothers have put that much money into the movie that it's like, we'll have to release it. We'll have to release it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, though. It's just a lot of money. A lot of money into everything. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Anyway, next up, 
the Alien TV show is a active pre is in active pre production. The upcoming FX TV series set in the Alien universe is gearing up for production this year. The series is set, which is being helmed by Fargo showrunner uh, Noah Hawley and Ridley Scott. First revealed back in January 2021, and is set to be a prequel to Scott's 1979 horror sci-fi masterpiece. Uh, uh, is currently on the fifth season of Fargo. I thought Fargo cancelled ages ago. But he's in active production on Aliens. He's written scripts. I think he's meeting with his production designer in Austin this weekend, gearing up for production this year after he completes the fifth season on Fargo. The Alien universe has expanded dramatically since it first hit the silver screen. Scott who, who, the Scott returned to direct two further sequels in the mainland trilogy along with the prequels Prometheus and Covenant, 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 which, which significant expanded the law surrounding the alien threat, should be maybe which significantly expanded the law. Numerous video games, comic books, novels, and of course, Predator crossover movies have all introduced new characters. The TV show is set to be on Earth roughly 70 years from now, and we'll see a car cast struggle and likely fail to contain the idiot spread of the Xenomorph threat. Uh, yeah. So, what do you guys think? Is the Alien TV show what we're after? And do you know what? I think Alien TV show could do really well. I've, I've enjoyed a lot of these TV shows at the minute, and Aliens I've enjoyed. So, that's two things that could be good. It could be good. So, I guess we'll move on to the next bit of news. <clears throat> and this one is... Ubisoft cancels three unannounced games and it delays Skull and Bones for the sixth time. Company announces new strategy amid financial troubles, recent game underperformance. So I don't understand how you announce a game's cancelled when you haven't announced the game. That's just weird. Um, so they said that the... Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope and Just Dance 23 have underperformed. But it's weird. When you think about it, Activision has about 10,000 employees. EA has about 10,000 employees. Ubisoft has 20,000 employees. And they've only released a couple of games in the last year or so. So it's just weird how they're doing this. And they're just like delaying and cancelling all these games. Um... What do you guys think? Do you think that, it, that Ubisoft will be looking at selling soon? Even though they tried to stop that hostile takeover a few years ago. Um, where, where everyone thought it was going through, didn't they? Because there was that e, uh, E3 where all the directors and all the management came out on stage and they were like basically like waving and bowing and clapping themselves and stuff. But I don't know what we're going to do. So next bit of news. <clears throat> TMNT Shredder's Revenge is on mobile as a Netflix exclusive. Months after its console and PC release, beating up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge is the latest game to head to mobile for Netflix subscribers. Yesterday, Netflix announced the game's arrival on mobile with a trailer. According to Netflix, in-app description, the mobile port still features controller support and online multiplayer. Inspired by the blah, 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 blah. 
what do you guys think? Do you guys think that this is what people want to see? Um, I don't know. The screen's quite small to, you know, like, it's a small screen and like with a beat em up, it's like, it's just too small. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't think so. Anyway. Google Stadia has released one final game ahead of its shutdown on January the 18th. Worm Game, an internal game used to test used to test Stadia's features before launch, is the final game for the platform. Google Stadia is officially shutting down on January the 18th, and the team behind the video game streaming service has gifted the game gifted the world Worm Game, the final title. Blah blah blah. blah. Worm game can be played now by anyone with a Google Chrome browser. And it's very much inspired by the classic game Snake. It's not the most advanced game graphically, but it does have multiple levels. Ability to change colour your worm and four modes. Campaign, arcade, multiplayer and build. So it's important to note that if you'd like to try a worm game, you need to do so by January the 18th, as it will become unplayable when Google Stadia is officially shut down. So, yeah. Google Stadia. You were only around for a few years. It's crazy how quickly that shut down. Um, <clears throat> oh, God. Itch. Look all these fleas get everywhere, don't they? Get everywhere. Anyway, we're going to the next bit of news, which is weird. Uh, not much here. It's just Rick and Morty co-creator Justin Ryland charged for domestic violence. Rick and Morty co-creator and life high on life creator Justin Rowland has been charged in California court with domestic battery and false imprisonment according to reports. So yeah, we'll we'll have to be seeing more about this. It's just weird. It's just weird. We'll have to see what happens in the coming weeks and months. And just sort of see what the hell went on. I mean, it might be one of these things where Fame's got the best of him. Uh, he's not in a good mood. And he just believes he's on hype and he can do whatever he wants. Anyway, last bit of news. And unfortunately, it's a really bad one. Lisa Marie Presley, singer, songwriter, and the only child of Elvis, dies at 54. Uh, as reported, she was hospitalised on the morning of Thursday, January 12th, after suffering a cardiac arrest at her home in Calabasas. I have no idea what that is. California. She was rushed to hospital after paramedics performed CPR, but sadly passed away shortly after. Priscilla Presley and the Presley family are shocked and devastated by the tragic death of their beloved Lisa Marie. Uh, they are profoundly grateful for the support, love and prayers of everyone during this difficult time. Lisa Marie and her mother Priscilla were in attendance at the 80th Golden Globe Awards and were able to see Austin Butler win the Golden Globe for his performance as Elvis in the 2022 film of the same name. Yeah, it's... We're all getting to that age now where a lot of people are dying. You know, that it's... A lot of famous people are getting to their 50s, 60s, 70s and it's horrible, but unfortunately, everyone's got the time. So wishing their family and friends all the best. 
So we'll end the this section of the show with the top 40. So, number 40, Gran Turismo 7, Red Dead Redemption 2, The Quarry, Nickelodeon Kart Racers, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, number 35, Gotham Knights, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Super Mario Party, Human Fall Flat, Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, number 30, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Luigi's Mansion 3, Halo Wars 2, I was going to say Luigi, but no, Ring Fit Adventure, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, number 25, PGA Tour 23, Pokemon Legends Arceus, NBA 2K23, Lego Harry Potter Collection, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, number 20, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD, Super Mario Odyssey, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Grand Theft Auto, the Trilogy, the Definitive Edition, number 15, Mario Party Superstars, One Piece Odyssey, Just Dance 23, Splatoon 3, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, and the top 10, number 10, Grand Theft Auto 5, number 9, Pokemon Scarlet, number 8, Animal Crossing New Horizons, number 7, Minecraft, number 6, Pokemon Violet, number 5, Nintendo Switch Sports, number 4, America 8 Deluxe, Number three, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Number two, God of War Ragnarok. And at number one, FIFA 23. And that is thanks to the Games Press with their GFK Entertainment software charts or formats. So thank you to them. And yeah, that is our podcast. It's our show. It's our news. Uh, please visit the website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. Uh, please go to our Patreon site, which is patreon.com slash O-U-G. Uh, if you want to win a t-shirt like this, just go and subscribe to the YouTube channel and write Dead Space. Uh, we have more t-shirts available. Go to the One Gaming website, top right-hand corner, click on it, and you've got loads of options there. Uh, Games Inspired Music is available now. 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Play charity. Our first... 100 podcasts are available on a USB audio cassette tape and it's got like the 1 to 100 podcasts which is 139 hours, our interviews podcasts which is like near enough 20 hours and a Science Pants radio interview for 25 minutes. So yeah, please go to, I don't know, I completely blanked what I was doing then. Go to audiobooksontape.com and buy this. One pound will go to the Diabetes UK charity. Um, so, yeah, Facebook, we're on there. Don't use it that much, but you can subscribe to us on Facebook. On YouTube, subscribe and share and like and comment and bell and all that stuff. It's amazing when people find us and follow us. Uh, Twitch, we're on twitch.tv slash official. Where if you want to lend, lend, if you want to send us any tweets, it's at OUG official. And if you want to email us, it's contact at wantgaming.co.uk. So it's been episode 334 of the Want Gaming podcast saying thank you so much. Me, David, Want Gaming. Goodbye.
teacher cow Got a good reason I don't need to hear that guy shout now He was a rage quitter Lousy teammate, yeah It took me so long To find out mother's house and her internet sucks ass the guy's just using the cheapest kills in the whole game it's either like the claymore or the tube you know i mean oh what the f who the f did that rage quitter dude you're such a f piece of rage quitter yeah you dude admit it rage quitter they pay 60 bucks for this f game to deal with this rage bullshit. Quitter, yeah. uh, i'm gonna come over to your house and rage shove that quitter. controller right up your ass 